the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. B7Dev.com is the one-stop shop for all your app development needs. They can help you with design, development, and even marketing. Plus, they're offering an exclusive discount just for the App Masters community. Check them out at b7dev.com. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. Welcome to another Friday weekly YouTube live stream where we have a guest. We take a look at your apps. We tell some dad jokes. We have a lot of fun. We give you action-packed content to help you grow your app business. And today, I reached out to this guy because I wanted to, one, catch up to him and see the success. But if you guys are interested in learning about how to transition from in-app purchases to subscriptions, and ultimately, he's gone on to 6x his revenues, 3x since last time we talked, now it's been 6x his revenues from moving from in-app purchases to subscriptions, how he sort of figured out the way to build this app and to market it at the same time. I love all of it. I linked up his podcast episode into the description. So definitely make sure you go check out that episode right after this. But without further ado, let me introduce the guest. He is the creator of an app called Grounded that helps you quit smoking weed. Chris O, welcome back, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. All right, Chris, let me, I want to go into this. Let's just go straight into it because I know a lot of people are interested in this. But when you, Let's let's talk about you kind of cover this in the podcast interview, but maybe it's worth repeating. What were some of the hurdles you wanted to move to trend to subscriptions? But what were some of the mental hurdles that you had to get over before finally moving to subscriptions? I mean, the first hurdle for me, honestly, was just fear. Like the one the main thing about it was like when I thought about going from in-app purchases to a subscription, or honestly, even with like changing your price it's always like oh my gosh like if i change this everyone's going to be mad at me um they're going to stop buying and everything's just going to implode and like i actually had a conversation not too long ago with another person who really gave me a great explanation about this right so one like if you're doing subscriptions and you're having an app you're providing a service to somebody so one that if you do not have a subscription, there is a potential if you just do one-time purchase that that life cycle could end eventually for your app. And if you do subscription, you're going to extend that life cycle. And it's just like any other service. Um, two, if you've come so far and you've actually made sales before with your in-app purchases, if you switch to subscription and you find out that it doesn't work out, two, you can always go back. And three, mm-hmm. if you if you have the skill to create an app already and you've made some form of, of sales, you can always create, you have the ability to continually create value. So you, those are things you shouldn't worry about. So I would say the main thing that you got to, to remove from subscription is fear. Cause I had, I could have done it months, months and months ago. So yeah. that's the one thing I'd leave with. Okay. And then from a technical perspective, how are you, for the people who already, actually, let me build, bring myself up for the people who already bought the in-app purchases, how did you make sure that they were satisfied? Like, what did you do with them? Well, this is one thing that I've have has been kind of debated, but like this, I agree with wholeheartedly. Like those are the people who started off with you. They were basically your beta users. They believed in your app initially. Yeah. So reward those people by not having them be charged with subscription. Like say like, thank you. Like you helped me get to the point of where I am today. So you don't have to pay for it in the future. You guys are my supporters. And that serves two purposes, making people happy and two, like honestly, from other stories that I've, I've been heard or told about, like people may not be that happy about that and you could get some one star review bombs. So that was the way I, I dealt with that. Yeah, I like it. And I'm kind of going through your app as you're talking right now where you're asking me, I love that there's default values too. 
Chris. So really cool here. And then the social proof here. Love it. Anything you want to add on things that you tested as I'm going through this flow? Um, in terms of just like how subscriptions went. Yeah, um, or, I you know, like anything really. <laughs> okay. Whatever you want to bring up. Okay. Um, well, I guess for the people, I guess I'll go with like people who are just getting started or looking for downloads in general. Mm. Um, what I would suggest, there are a couple, I want to give you three books that you probably should check out just, just in business in general. One, um, there's this person named Rob Walling. He has a book called Startups for the Rest of Us. Um, his book called Start Small, Stay Small, A Developer's Guide to Launching a Startup, honestly had the playbook of partly of how I got here in the first place. It was because I created a niche app and he kind of explains that niches are very helpful because you're serving a specific community and maybe you're not playing with the big players, but if you are playing with the small players and you find that there's a sizable amount of people who are willing to pay for that service, then you will do well. Um, yeah. Book number two um, and three by this one author named MJ DeMarco. He has a book called Unscripted and Millionaire Fastlane that also has um, important lessons. The most important lesson that I would tell you to take though is SKUs skewing values. So you don't want to be a copier of other apps because that will never really work for you. If you really want to have a successful app, what you want to do is create an app that one serves a specific niche, or if it's not serving a specific niche, have a skew that will be valuable to people in the first place. So those are probably the two um, things that I'd give you. Yeah. I know one of the things you talked about in our interview was, Hey, you saw apps that were already, you know, we always talk about studying the marketplace doing some market research before you build an app, you know, like, look, there are these apps that are doing pretty well helping you co quit smoking cigarettes. They're like, but there's nothing for smoking weed. And, and so you went out and you, you went into a Reddit community. So why Reddit and what, what were you doing on there? Oh, okay. So I can give you, I can give you that a whole play. So it starts once again with Rob Walling, that book yeah. I just mentioned, essentially he explained that niches are important. Once you find a niche, like in the, for example, I found, you know, there was, um, people smoking cigarettes, I found a way to skew value, which is also MJ DeMarco's book, which is, oh, well, I find that there aren't many apps related to 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 weed. Maybe yeah. people need help with managing their weed. So the next step I did from there was then take the next playbook from Rob Wallen's book to find communities where people might find that of interest. So by following that advice, I ended up going into a community um, in, in Reddit for people who quit smoking weed. And I first asked them, hey, if I created this app for you, would you find it of interest? So people gave me a resounding yes. So the next thing I asked them was to then provide me um, their email or message me that they're interested in this. So once I got a sizable amount of that, I then implemented it. One, um, one mistake that a lot of people make is um, not starting off with an MVP. You have to start off with the smallest amount of value you can give so that you can validate that your that your app or your product will be worth it. So once I created that MVP um, and released it to other people and validated it, I then went off to then create, um, build the amount of community that I had. So another thing that people probably start off with, um, and it's debatable, I'm not necessarily the expert in this, but it's with ASO, right? Well, there's a the chicken and the egg, right? If you want to get ASO, you have to have reviews, but how do you get that number without reviews. So what I did was when I was in that community, I stayed active and talked to the people um, to get one, to get their feedback. Two, if they appreciated it, I asked them to review the app. I didn't ask for five stars. I didn't ask for four stars. Mm -hmm. I just asked them to review so that like there was an honest, there was an honest review for that. But like, incidentally, since people love the app because I provided them a service, they were giving me five star reviews. So once I got the number of, of those reviews, that's when ASO started kicking in for me and I was able to get that number one more important thing, though, that I'd also want to mention is that um, if you have an app that has shareability factor, that will be very helpful for you. Because in my case, my app has um, starting off as an acorn. If you saw the first screen that um, Steve just showed, you start off as an acorn. And the longer that you stay onto your path, your the acorn grows into eventually a tree. So people can then um, share their progress as they go along. And once people saw all oh, the, the progress, is people are like, Oh, what is that app? Oh, it's grounded. So then more and more people start sharing it. More people start um, showing their screenshots of how things work. And yeah. eventually, you know, that I am, I am where I am today. So um, that helped. But then the ultimately most important thing is also 
listen to your community, actually engage and have conversations with them. Because even though you might have an idea of what you're going to create and you think that it's so good for you or great for you, you don't actually know if they find it of value. They might even give you ideas that you would never have thought about yourself. And that's how I proceeded. Love that. And it's sort of one of the things I want to highlight too. It's thank you for that playbook. I know people are asking questions about how to link it into the, the show notes. So I, I did that here. I'll show you this, Chris. Make sure start small, start small, stay small. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. And then unscripted. Yes. I read his uh, million dollar click. What forgot? I read this one, the fast lane. That was uh, yeah. pretty good too. But I like this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that up. That that sounds really cool. All right. Hey, the couple of different things I want to hit on. I want to say hi to a few people too. But one of the things you said was, "Hey, I was in this Reddit community. I found this Reddit community. How much time were you actually spending in that Reddit community?" I was there every day. It's and the thing is, it's, <laughs> I was literally there every day. Like it's the thing. You can't just like be wishy washy about it. You gotta act. If you're really trying to get this to happen, you have yeah. to. You really, if you really, really want to make it happen, you gotta be there every day. Like see what people are saying about your app. Like see see what people have to say. Like I even things that were not related to me, people would say like, "Oh man, I wish that this was here." I'd be like, "Hi, I'm the creator of Grounded. I can definitely make that happen, and I can build that for you." And then within that week, it'd be added, and then like next train of business or oh like this is a great app oh thank you um i was a creator like having in be there like let no let people know that you are there be there every day um it's not like in like little, at least once a day so if you really want to make it happen like you got to actually make the effort to make it happen yeah i love that okay cool the let me say some hi to some people santu he's the creator of diabetes i try to pick some apps Chris, that I thought were sort of in your scope of like helping people be better. So hopefully, so that's why Sansu, you were pushed up the list. There's a queue. I pulled it up. I was looking for some Celtic whispers. What's happening, Adrian? We got Joe. Good to see you every week. Ram, what's happening, man? Oh, Ram's got a question. How do you feel about a lifetime option, Chris? I know you're yearly and monthly right now, but what are your thoughts on lifetime option? I think that having a lifetime option would be good. Like in the sense that, for example, there is like a lifetime value. Um, on a customer, maybe like, you know, you might have a monthly or might have a yearly that could drop off for a second. But in terms of strategy, if you have a lifetime value or lifetime offer that is subsequently bigger than the yearly and the monthly, because eventually people have the potential to stop using your app, um, mm -hmm. that could be valuable. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think what, what I've heard from like your other cl international clients is that some European countries, they prefer a lifetime. So usually... What I've seen is about 2.5 the yearly. So that tends to be the lifetime value there. All right. And then Angelina's here. Angelina, I put those, the links to the books in the chat. And then she asked, if you have an MVP, do you recommend adding premium options or just all free with ads? Well, I can give you another play just from personal experience. This is different for everyone because I've learned. And by the way, like this is my fourth app. So like I was just like everybody else trying to figure out how to make things happen. Um, yeah. Previously, I was burned because in, in reality, I wasn't providing enough value for the app. So people were angry that I added in that purchase. So what I had done was initially I just made the app free until maybe like 100. Um, I got 100 reviews and then I added like just a simple $2 thing. Um, but honestly, that's, that was just for me, like for you, you can, if you want to get instant validation right away, like you can definitely do that. Just add, add premium. Yeah. I'm glad you said that too. Cause I completely agree. I think you should, because that's, even if it's like the smallest little premium feature, cause you could start with a pretty low price. I mean, you don't want to go too low cause then people are like, ah, that's too cheap, blah, blah, blah. But like that, I think the best type of advice or feedback you can get are, is from people that are paying you, right? Like the freeloaders, fine, great. Take it with the grain of salt. But people who are actually giving you money, investing something in you, man, that's where you can get a lot of great feedback. So I would push for monetization as soon as possible. And study the market. Like Chris, you study the market. You knew people were willing to pay for this, right? They pay for quit smoking, just cigarettes. There's no reason why they wouldn't pay for quit smoking weed too. 100%. Okay, the before we get into app audits and tell some dad jokes, I'm looking forward to your dad jokes. But the last thing I want to say is, you said you know people were sharing the app. So are you doing anything to make sure they share, or is it just like, hey, it's inherently shareable? What are you doing? Well, I mean, 
for me, honestly, like, like I said, once again, I was up in there every day, right? So, I mean, what I essentially did was basically shared like my own progress and just shared like daily, like, hey, eventually like, hey, like this is what I've done. This is what I've done like each day. And then eventually it's like, uh, what do you want to say? Like a, a fuse to like a match. Like once you plant that consistent, like uh, you, you put it into the, the, the ecosystem, eventually it's going to catch on. So like, once again, you got to be consistent. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Sometimes but, people just, yes, yeah, sorry, go ahead. And by the way, like, yeah, like right, right now, am I doing that? No, because it's already caught fire. So people are doing it themselves. Yes, sir. You go, you went really well for quit, quit weed. So congrats to you on that, man. Thank you. All right. So let's take a look at some of these apps. Should we? And Chris, because you're the guest, let me know. You want to go first on this dad joke or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Let's do it. Okay. Give me one second, Chris. I'm going to, I'm going to get something real quick. I got to, I got to get my trusty little bell. All right. Okay. All right. When we finally do see each other in person, winner gets a beer. All right. From, the, from loser. All right. You're up. All right. So what do you call a factory that makes okay products? What do you call a factory that makes just okay products? Okay. Yes. What? A satisfactory. <laughs> I like it. Okay. In the comments, just put C or S, all right, for the winner. All right, Chris. Man, see, hopefully your girlfriend can hear me on this too. All right. <laughs> I need to laugh. <laughs> I'm good friends with 25 letters of the alphabet, but I don't know why. <laughs> all right. There you go. C or S. Come on, guys. Do us a favor. Just leave it in the comments so that Chris and I can have a nice drink together. All right, so we've got this app, Money Buddy. And I picked this one again because, Chris, I know you started out with the budgeting app. So I was like, all right, Chris is going <laughs> to have some good insights. It is a $2 app. He wants to know, I don't have the person's name, and I'm just going to assume it's a he, but like how to get more downloads. That's pretty much it. You want to lead off, Chris? Yeah, sure. Well, once again, like, I, I am a proponent of like literally going like the thing is like how many reviews you have right now you have what six yeah, yeah okay you have six right so like yes ASO helps but like if you really want to make it off the ground any like and if you think about any product in general like you want to actually market to those people so you should look for you know communities that are very interested in finance like maybe um I'm biased because it's Reddit but like you know look at um maybe the fire community financial independent community just any like or it's not it doesn't even have to be reddit it just has to be somewhere where people are talking if you can find those people and suggest your app and you can show the value in it that will help you massively get things off the bat and actually one more thing that i want to add if, if you have tried have you tried doing beta tests by the way um if you can do beta testing and you can have people see like how your app works and help you. you it happens it gives you two things right if you can do beta tests um i believe there's a website um there's two um, i'll have to look it up um recently but essentially what you can do is get two things two one get feedback two you can then ask them if um if they enjoyed it give you a review and then you can grow that review and that'll help you with your downloads eventually yeah and you cover that in our interview where you were using beta testing to get people to give you feedback and then leave a review for your app too. And I think it's a brilliant way of utilizing it. And I think what you kind of hit upon too, Chris, was like, where's your skew on this, right? This person's skew on this. It's like, all right, we know there's, man, there's a ton of big competitors out there that are absolutely free and you're charging me $199. I did pay, so I have the app. But you're charging me $199 for this app, but I don't know what is the difference between you versus everybody else. So... 100%. I mean, believe me, I, I had previously created an app called Stash and like out this point blank period, like I didn't have a skew and that didn't help me. So if you can find a way to, to skew that value, then you'll be golden. Yeah. You know, I'll, so I, I think the screenshots need some work too. And the, I mean, the ASO needs some work. Like you're going too much after the really competitive keywords. I would not do that in the very beginning. There was an app that I talked to called weekly and i really loved it right like i loved the name of it and it was a it was a budgeting app but they did they broke it out instead of like a monthly budget a weekly budget and i was like oh i love that right like that's the way my brain would think too and that was sort of their skew and they've done pretty well in terms of just getting 
it going. So I really like that. But I think the other thing, Chris, I don't know how you feel about this. I would love your thoughts. But as I was looking at this app, I don't think so. I have data. This is just an opinion. Data says there's no big difference between 99 cents and a dollar 99. Like you actually make more money with 199, right? So I'm not, I'm kind of thinking for this type of app, like make it 499 because I don't think there's a big difference. If it's under five, I don't think there's a huge difference in my eye on like a $2 app versus a $5 app. And if I go a little bit higher, one of the things that I do know works is running Apple search ads for paid apps. And we have a client that we're running search ads for and it's a paid app. I think it's a $3 app, but we're seeing you know profitability there. So long as I stay under a certain cost per install, we're going to make money even after Apple's take. But what do you feel about increasing the price a little bit? I believe one, number one, you should definitely, you should, 199, you, this should definitely be increased. But two, like if you think about it from personal experience, um, price increases for me were, were just a mindset of fear. So mm -hmm. like, but if you want to consider it, like it's not like if you put, if you bring the price up and things don't work out, you can't always change it back to where you want it to go. Like play around with the price, see what works best, find out, get feedback from the market if they actually, um, work with your price increase yeah okay that is worth the test because it gives you the more more flexibility into running some paid marketing i mean this was this is still a strategy that works today guys like we were talking about this a couple of years like maybe 2017 18 whenever apple search ads first came out we were seeing some effectiveness with paid apps on apple search ads and today you know like i said it's not like huge scales but like it's still doing pretty well and it still works. So that's a great way of increasing the revenues. All right, let's take a look at the app. I don't know. It's a paid app, so you might not get anything from this. All right, let's. All right, money, buddy. <laughs> Gross. I think the UI needs to be fixed. I mean, this is just looks like 1998 type of stuff that I used to do on front page. So. Right now, it's just a complete blank screen. I don't know where the call to action is. I'm assuming I get to talk about this. So, like, mm, you just got app. So, I just paid you $2. So, you made $2, but I lost $2. Yeah, I think it's so simple that this is a type of app that I would try to go for free first just to get some downloads. This was a idea that Chad Moretta had when we during a past YouTube live stream where he said he likes to launch as free maybe put some premium features, get those good reviews coming in and then start thinking about monetization. But this, I think the UI needs a lot of work here. I would, I would agree. This definitely, I would definitely say that it, it should be improved. Yeah. Does this app make money? Well, it did make $2. I just paid $2. So movie monster. I don't know. I don't think so. Given the amount of reviews, that's how I usually judge it. All right. But anything else you want to add here? For yep. this, um, for you, um, for your app, I would say consider looking. There's an app that's kind of similar. It's called Fudget. If if um, if you look into that, you you could probably see some of those things like um, the the UI and like some of those value skews, and you might be able to get some ideas of how um, you can improve your app in that way. Yeah, I think UI is so important. I think it's so underrated. Yeah, and it's free. Like, there's a lot of budgeting apps that are free, so you really have to step. Pick something bigger. Okay, cool. Well, good luck. I think there's something there. Fix the app UI. I mean, I'll tell you from my experience, after fixing an app's like UI, like one my initial app that I launched as a paid app, actually it was for a kid's app, and the UI was just black and white because I was trying to copy, kind of like your skew. I saw an app that was for adults. I was like, hey, let me do this for like ABC and toddlers because my son, <laughs> now he's 13, but he was a toddler back then. But essentially, it was all black and white. And I was like, oh, no sales whatsoever, Chris. And then I hired somebody on 99 Designs, added some really nice designs. And wouldn't you know it, like, I didn't know anything about ASO back then, but like, it started taking off. And then that became my number one from a revenue perspective app because everything was just paid apps back then. But it started really transforming. So UI makes a huge difference. And just usability. I want to talk more about that. And that's why I started doing these app audits. All right. Uh, Movie Monster. Honestly, Steve is trying to be polite when he, say, when he says UI needs work. The reality is there's no UI currently. All right. <laughs> I like it. Chris, my friend. I got Joe. I got the first. And then Ram gave you. And then Eric. Eric, how dare you? Gave hey, you Eric. <laughs> you got the win. 
Yeah, you, Eric. <laughs> All right. Uh, Faisal asks, how good is it? How good is going with cross-platform development like Flutter or React Native, React Native, or should you focus on native development? How did you built this app yourself, right, Chris? Yes, I built it myself. Um, yeah. I would say I can't say that I necessarily had done it myself, but I I will say if if you're trying to do um iOS and Android, I would probably say like doing um a cross-platform development would be useful. Um, just because like then you're not going back and forth. Um, but I mean, personally, what I did was go straight with um, just native, but take that as you will. It's really based on like what your opinion is. But if you want to do less work, then cross-platform is definitely the way to go. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, like I don't code anything, but like I know Flutter is huge and Reflectly, you know, Darius from last week, he said, hey, we're built with Flutter. So they're looking for Flutter developers. So I think Flutter is the big one. If you want to go on to that, Faisal, like and, you know, like. I know the traffic volume, but Flutter would be a good one if you really wanted to start doing some of that cross-platform stuff. All right. Movie Monster says Dribble would inspire. Check it out. Yeah, I love Dribble too. It's a great Dribble three Bs is great too. Okay. Hey, Chris, one Flutter is getting stronger seriously. Okay, sorry. <laughs> one of the things you talked about too, and one of the things, you know, I was like, hey, what's new? And you're like, you know, revenues have increased. They've doubled since we last talked in October 2020. But what you said, what happened to help you with doubling those revenues too? What do you think helped with it? No, okay, I mean, out. there's a couple of things. And once again, I went back to what we were talking just a couple of few, a couple of minutes ago was price testing. Like uh, one, like I decided to increase my price because once again, I was scared of increasing the price because it's like, oh my God, what will people think? But like at the end of the day, like you just need to get over that fear. So that's one thing. Two, it's literally because the, the advantage of subscription is that like time works in your favor. So like if you have people who use your app for yearly or monthly, it's gonna eventually accumulate. Um, so that's another thing. Like maybe last year there was maybe like what, uh, let's say hypothetically there were a hundred people who maybe did monthly, but then maybe a year later, if it accumulates, now you have 500 people. So that's clearly going to increase your revenue. Um, last thing for me though, in specific, just to like people like, um, like workout apps, quitting apps, things of that nature. Um, because of New Year's resolutions, people are going to want to quit or like improve themselves in some form. So that's going to drive a high number of downloads to your direction if you already are like in people's zeitgeist of like knowing what they want. So that was also a huge factor as well. Okay. I want to see if you do anything on my second open. Yeah, are you doing anything to push people into upgrading? Yeah, so, uh, and actually, there, these are two things I, I'd forgotten to actually mention that would probably be helpful for other people as well. Um, so before I was even into doing, like, subscriptions and stuff, like, I um, first, um, after my onboarding process, I would then immediately ask for reviews. That was mm -hmm. one thing I had done. Um, but now that I don't, now, instead of doing, pushing for reviews, after the flow of onboarding, I immediately let people know that there is an increased option and... Um, to help with that, um, you can play around in the app, but when you get to um, paid features, it'll immediately tell you, for example, right there, it'll say yeah. for the free, if you want to get more then please um, use Grounded Plus. So all the paid features will then just pop up sales pages. So that's one thing um, to increase the number of, of um, sales. But one other thing I, I wanted to mention as well is with reviews, um, if you want to avoid negative reviews, but also get positive reviews, um, there is a way of creating a pop-up that initially says, hey, like, how are you liking XYZ app? Um, mm -hmm. and, and once it, some, they'll either rate that like one to five, if they give you five, then you immediately ask them for a review. If they give you less than, if they give you three or less, then you can ask them to email you and like give them, give you an explanation as to why. So you can get two things, an increased number of high rate reviews, but yeah. also you can get the feedback as well. Yeah, I like this. So just to give you guys some scope, like 4.8, congratulations, 3.4 thousand, really awesome stuff. Yeah. And you, you kind of, there's a community aspect to this as well now that you started building in. Yes, that's because one of the, for people who are quitting or trying, or just trying to like, you know, control their use, like the thing that is helpful to people is one, um, uh, First, like actually having the desire to quit, but two, um, having community is 
like just instrumental because yeah. once you have other people who are also like in the same boat as you or like trying to get to the same goals and you're actually like having to be accountable, then that will push you to change your life much more. And that's why I added the community feature. So there are people who are, you know, posting their progress, people upvoting, um, like, you know, think, oh, this is great. I'm glad that you've made these changes and steps or like encouraging you when you fall. These are, that's, that's why I mainly added community into the app. Yeah, I love it, man. The, what's the chat feature? Like I, I'm hitting chat, but uh, it's getting blocked, but I was just curious what it is. Oh, so, so yeah, chat, like that, that is the community right there. So oh, okay. Yeah. So once you go there, it's going to take you to the next page for community. There's people for, there's a community for people who are just straight trying to quit. And then there's community for people who are just trying to take a break or like just control their use in general. And mm -hmm. once you go in there, you can make comments and like talk to other people within there. I know the current pricing is $5.99 a month and then $28.99. So six and $29 a year. Have you, wh where did you start off with, with the pricing? Do you remember? Um, so I think, I believe at first it was two ninety nine, and then the other one was maybe like, like 1999, but like I play, I play around all the lot the time, not too long ago, maybe like a month or two ago, I went from 30, like, I was like, at like 35 99 and like seven ninety nine or like, you know, I play, I just play around with it all the time. So it's not ever just concrete. Got it. Love it. Okay. Angelina asks. So did you quit your day job and just do Grounded or in other apps full-time on your own? Well, I'll put it this way. Um, right now, I could quit. However, having money from my current job as well is very helpful because then it can also fund other things, if that yeah. makes sense. But um, it's coming in due time. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I like it. It's slow. It's slow. But you're at it. But a year from now, it's like, yeah, I could feel it for Chris. All right, Chris, round two. I'm going to try to redeem myself and try to earn this win to force a round three. But it's all right if we don't. You ready for the next round? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'll go first. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did the baby corn say to mama corn? Where's popcorn? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, what you got? All right, so how does the moon cut his hair? How does the moon cut his hair? I have no idea. Eclipse it. Eclipse it. <laughs> I like it. All right. Is your girlfriend giving any action <laughs> from these jokes? I mean, she's her. I wish she was. She's, she's completely tuned out now. She's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's get into that next app. And then uh, here, let me pull this up. Real quick. So we got Santu. All right. Santu's patiently waiting. He was here super early for this live stream. So Santu, shout out. And if you guys do want your apps audited, just like these guys, definitely go check it out at masters.com slash audit. I know Ram, we're going to do a premium app audit. There's a free, which we do on YouTube. There's premium where you and I will sit down for an hour, but the free ones, you, you know, we'll let you know the Monday or Tuesday before the live stream, if we're going to do it, because we want you in the comments so that you guys could give us feedback too. So go to appmasters.com slash audit. I think that link should work for everybody now. It's tied so far. So guys, come on, give me one more, give me a couple more votes. Let's get five. Come on, we can do this. All right, we have diabetes tracker. So like this, right? Could be like quick sugar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what causes diabetes as much, but what are your initial thoughts? Let me, Santu says, hey, I'm getting only five downloads a day. I have tried app advice, which gave me around 5,000 downloads. Now the organic organic downloads is down to five. I want to know what the potential is. What is your opinion on this? How do I go forward? I'm your Facebook friend, friend too. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad we're friends on Facebook. All right, Chris, you lead it off. Well, first, my initial idea. I think this one, this is like a, a great idea. Um, I do like I do like your icon. I think it could be improved. I do love uh, your screenshots, though. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is I think this is great. Um, but also to answer your questions about organic downloads, um, if I'm not let me just let me just drive it home. Like basically, because this is the situation that I was in, just getting downloads. Because I was literally in all of your positions right now. Mm -hmm. If you want downloads, literally, and go get them, take them. Like you know what I mean? Like find those communities. I'm sure there are tons of places where diabetics um, congregate, like they would love this app. You just need to find them and actually talk to them and like bring them in. That's 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 what I could tell you about oh, that. Well, shoot, but, let's do it right now. Let's see. I mean, we love Reddit, right? So 
I will pull this up. Let me move it right here just in case I don't expose everything. All the creepy reddits that I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a crazy community. I'm like, holy shit, what is here? All right, so we got this diabetes community right here. And Chris, I know you kind of mentioned this in our podcast interview, but 77,000 members, is that up to par with what you're looking for too? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's respectable. That's, okay. that's respectable. Okay. Cool. And not to mention, like, that's 77, but, like, there are probably other communities as well. So, like, if you add that up, like, so, like, if that, those 77,000, it's pretty respectable. Diabetes. I just did diabetes. But maybe, like, sugar. <laughs> I don't know what's going to pop up. <laughs> I got to be careful. Sugar lifestyle oh. platform. Sugar baby. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you you got to X out them. You have to X out of that portion because it's only going to search within that community, I believe. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, sugar. All right, so sugar lifestyle. Mm, Let's see not that is. one. I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be careful. <laughs> All right, let me, let me click out of that stuff real quick, just in case. I stumble on something. All right. Overall, I think it's good. I think I would look at the keywords too. And kind of figure out diabetes, sugar. I think you're trying too hard to go after all this stuff. I don't know if people are searching for this, but we can take a look. Something I feel safe about going to some <laughs> websites here. I'll go to app follow real quick and I'll put your, so I'll put diabetes tracker in there, son, too. So let's do this real quick. Glucose. All right, so this seems like the big, I'll just tap on this because I want to see the keyword research. But I love Chris's advice. It's like, go get it. Like, don't just wait for it. Like, ASO is great. You're going to have to wait for it, but go get it. Where are these communities? I love that advice. So you're going to have to go get it. And it is, you know, legit time spent on these, but it's going to pay off later on because, shoot, if you're trying to really save money, then what do you got? Sweat equity. So go out and make it happen. So diabetes app. Health tracker, health tracker, blood sugar tracking. So these become better keywords that you can go after. Glucose, diabetes tracker. So like blood sugar tracking, if you notice, I know these are small for you guys, but blood sugar tracking has a little bit 34 and then versus 32 for diabetes tracker. So these are all things that you're missing on here, like blood glucose. And you kind of say it right here, blood glucose. Don't you say it somewhere? Anyways, that's what I would have in your, in your ASO too, but Take Chris's advice. I think that's step one. Go out and get it. Look, go find these communities. He loves Reddit. So do that. All right. Uh, cool. Let's get into the app itself. Shall we? All right. Here we Oops, wrong one. I like this. It looks great. Even yeah, this looks great. Yeah. I kind of like this. It says, never lose your data by signing up on Diabetly. I think that's probably the right way of saying it. I'm going to hide it. Oh, cool. Now, here's my, he might be the opportunity, right, Chris? Like, rather than showing this track my glucose, maybe showing me the pricing page right off the bat or like a few screens, but I don't know if I'm ready for this right off the bat. Cause I could just be like, I want to see this app. Like I'm not ready. I don't, I don't know what a no good number would be. You know what a good number would be? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not quite there. Okay. So yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So is this more ads versus subscription or like pr paid pricing? There is a premium. Oh, okay. There we go. Option here. Great candidate for subscription again. Yeah. Right? Like this $2.99, super cheap. Remove ads, sync with Apple for use, pay once, use forever, this lifetime value. I'd rather you show this, Sansu, during the onboarding screen versus, and you know, this one, I don't, I don't know why the background, like I don't love it, but again, that's just my opinion. But this, I would show this first and foremost, because I can obviously exit out of that. But instead of allowing me to track it, like show me that first. Mm -hmm. But also, I just want to say, like, like you are a prime candidate to really kill it. Because if you think about it, how many people have diabetes, like, yeah. let alone America, but like the world in general, and not, and, you know, not to be negative about it, but like, 
it's generally a, a lifelong battle. And if you're providing service to help them have a better life with your app, like you will be rewarded for it. Right. I know about this, like you're, you're making a difference in somebody's life, right? Like you can't just keep thinking about it as like, oh, I'm just taking money from them. You're not a robber. You're adding value. And then you making money, you can continue to add more value on this, hopefully. So, yeah, I think I would do that too. I like that there's some locked features. I think the premium's kind of hidden on here too, right? Like rather than having this ad down right here, I would almost want to like, if I were moving this around, move this ad up here so that it sort of does get lost in the fold and then move this premium up here, down here. Like, hey, go premium. I know there's this locked right here, but at the same time, like go premium and whatever, sync with Apple Health. Sync with Apple Health there. That's probably the primary benefit that most people want. So, and I think this, Chris, this might be a perfect time to talk about it. You spent the time in the early days to talk to your community, be in that Reddit. And now still after you've grown this app, you're still talking to your user. You're, you're telling me like you're doing one-on-one -on -one reviews too. Yeah. I mean, whenever, whenever someone reaches out to me, like, like it'll happen in many ways, like either they'll like have like a feature request or they'll have like a, a suggestion or there might be a bug, like literally be like, okay, well, thank you for reaching out to me first of all, but like, can we have a one-on-one -on -one conversation to like see how you like the app? Or, or see like what could be improved. And like, I literally have a list of interview questions. We go through them. I let them first initially talk about like what they want to talk about. And then once we have that conversation, I learn about their story. Yeah. Like I, we get down to business and we talk about those different things. Like, and it's great because it serves two things. Once I get insight onto what can be improved in ground, but it also reminds you that you're helping real people. So like, it's, it's very, I would definitely recommend interviewing your customers. Yeah. Do you feel like you need, do you feel like it's too small? Like what if for diabetes, maybe like, oh, Santu's like, oh, I don't have any users. I'm too small. What do you think about that? Well, if it's too small, like I said, um, I wasn't always just interviewing customers, but like I was always having a direct line of com um, conversation with them or communication because if, even if it's not Reddit, I'm, I, I love, I'm a, I'm a Reddit stan, but like there's probably <laughs> like some forums for diabetes as well. Like yeah. if you enter that place and you talk with them, like they're probably eventually they're going to talk about your app and they'll be giving you feedback. You'll be talking to them one on one, like on every level, even like what I was talking about earlier with beta testing, like you're going to get feedback that way. It's always like uh, give your app to people and then talk to them about their experience with it, like at every level. It, just, it doesn't have to be one-on-one -on -one interviews, but maybe email. It can be just like through um, forums if they're using mm -hmm. it. Like that's how I would go about it. Yeah, the and UI here is phenomenal, Sansu. So if you've done a really good job on the UI perspective, I think it's now just going to those communities and taking it, especially for an app like this. Cool, you log. That was really high blood sugar level, so about 25. <laughs> Show that okay, I like this. All right, borderline. Okay, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm not good about this stuff, too. This is yeah, UI perspective is good. Premium just needs to be done a little bit more, in my opinion. She needs to stand out. Uh, I would agree. Like, let, let it be known that you do have premium, like, make it abundantly yeah. clear. You don't have to hide it. Well, Chris, I think you could do a better job, too, man. I know. <laughs> It's very fair. <laughs> That's the one thing I was going to say. Like, I think you can do a better job of showing the premium a little bit more other than just me tapping on this because I was looking for it and I couldn't find it as well for you. Cool. I don't, I don't love the ads. If you're not making much, I might just remove it. I think there's opportunities here for you, Santu, to think about affiliate marketing. You know, there's all these revenue potential for you. Besides ads, like I just think it ruins the user experience and you just have so many ways of making money on subscriptions, on affiliate marketing, working with either manufacturers. I'm sure people have to buy physical products too if you're a diabetic. So there's ways that you can monetize that's not so intrusive to the user with an ad. But that's just my opinion. I don't have data to back this up. Okay. Anything else, Chris, you want to cover here? No, I mean, honestly, I just want to say that you have a lot of potential there. Like, if you yes, just sir. keep on going. You got it. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's take a look at the score. Ram, Steve, dun, dun, dun. Dan gave you Chris. 
right. Sup, girl. Thank you, Ram. You're back on my team. Joe. Yes. <laughs> we have a tiebreaker round. I don't know if you have a third joke. I, I actually don't, but I will try to find one. But yeah, we can do a tiebreaker. Okay. And then Movie Monster asks, what do you think about Truth or Dare? Or Okay, it's Truth or Dare, but Dare or Truth apps. Truth or Dare apps. Got an opinion, Chris? Um, well, my opinion would be like, Okay, so here, here's the thing, right? I don't like, I am the wrong consumer to talk to about this. But if you actually talk to other people who might, like, I guess Dare would probably be under the category of games. I'm, prob I'm sure there's probably communities for games, like, ask them. Because, like, sure, maybe I could be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. But, like, little do I know that there's a thriving community of people who would think it's amazing. So it's like, you got to find your right consumer to ask that question, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I've actually have a few clients that we're working with. And I know Truth or Dare pretty has decent volume. So that's not what I would do. Like Moving Monster, if you look at the categories, figure out a way to skew yourself. And then I know there's pretty good search volume for that stuff. And if that's there too, that's one of the ways I try to think about it as well. It's like, is there search volume for this term? If, you know, like one method, definitely go out, especially in the early days, go get your users. Another method is ASO, like, are there, is there traffic for this term? Am I able to rank for it? How am I going to differentiate myself from all the other truth or dare type of apps too? So that's my opinion on it. But I agree with Chris, like the data will speak for itself. And I think that's what I loved about the interview we did. Chris was like, it was, yes, there was like a lot of hustle, of course, but like it was very detailed. It was a playbook that anybody can follow. It had numbers so you can kind of see, and it was data back that you're like, hey, I'm looking for a decent sized Reddit community because that, if that doesn't exist, then maybe there's not a huge market size for this. But I think you said, like, I'm looking for a hundred, if there's a hundred thousand people, just imagine Reddit's just a subset of the whole universe. Just imagine how many people else are looking for this. And there's a Reddit community with a hundred thousand people already. 100%. And that, that's all out of the playbook from, from Rob Welling, the book that I suggested earlier. Yeah. Like, that's the playbook. If, you, if you're interested in figuring out more about it, look at that book. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna I'm checking that out right now. Yeah. I gotta update my credit card. Okay, gotta do that. <laughs> but <laughs> that start small. I love that. You know, like I, I know of Rob and I think he wrote another book, but I like the the mentality of start small, stay small. And he's all about like solopreneurship, one person type of teams. I like that mentality too. Cause sometimes I have tried to go big, Chris, and it's 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 scary. <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Chris, is there anything I missed before we hit the last round of the jokes? Is there anything that I missed that you want to make sure we cover? Uh, well, I guess one, this isn't necessarily like a, a, like a, a tip. Well, I guess it is kind of a tip in a sense, but like, honestly, um, I've been at this, I want to say probably at this point, like six years, like a lot of it doesn't come overnight. Like if you're starting off and you like, you really want to make it happen, just be persistent, find information. And the longer you keep on being consistent with it, you will eventually see results. That's one thing. Number two, um, one thing that really helped me was, um, for example, um, Steve has a successful community of other successful app entrepreneurs. And like I talk to those people to get to where I am as well to get like, for example, um, in terms of subscription, like I talk to those people to get that advice. And that's, this is the advice that they told me. It is like as long as you can find other people who've done it before, like and ask for their advice, you can, and you stay consistent, you'll eventually get there. Yeah, love it. All right, and I'm thinking about like figuring out a way to build a community because I've been joined this, doing these YouTube live streams and this small community we have here as part of this too. All right, Chris, enough friendly talk. It's you and me battle, last round. I guess the person who's been going first usually wins. So I'll let you go first, my friend. You're the guest here. So Angelina, I'm like talking to you. Movie Monster, I'm talking to you. We've answered a lot of your questions. Joe, Dan, Ramp, everybody's got to vote. So Chris, go ahead. Okay. So where do fruits go on vacation? Where do fruits go on? Where do fruits go on vacation, Chris? Paris. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> dude you got some really good ones you're a stiff competition when it comes to this all right <laughs> hope your girlfriend knows she's missing out on a lot all right how do you find will smith when he's lost in the snow how do you find will smith when he's lost in the snow look for fresh prints oh man that's a good one <laughs> as well right. that is it all right put in the comments we do have a question thank you so we have sometimes 
Angelina says, how do we join the community? It is part of the App Masters Academy right now, but don't worry about it. It comes with the course and then the community. I am thinking about ways to build out just the community aspect of it. If you just wanted that, there are some people who are interested in just the community aspect because they're like, Steve, I know a lot already too. I just want a community. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't need your courses, bro. So I'm like, all right, cool, 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 bet. <laughs> all right. We're getting some votes here too. And then Half-Life Divided. Do exact match title search not work that well anymore? Yes, since you know about it already, it does not work as well as it used to back in the day. All right. Oh, Chris, you're going to hate that we did round three, my friend. We got Angelina. Thank you, Angelina. Oh, Ram. man. Joe. Ram. What's up, bro? <laughs> I thought it was the same thing. Dan. This is a clean sweep, my friend. Fresh Prince. I really liked your Paris one. All right. Hey. So you owe me a beer, my friend. I'm drinking a lot of 0.0s, so non-alcoholic drinks. I've stopped, I gave up drinking in the beginning of 2020. The app, guys, if you guys want to learn more about Chris, go to Grounded420, Grounded420.com, or search for Grounded or Quit Weed in the App Store. And Chris, if the audience wants to connect with you personally, do you want to send them anywhere else? Sure. I mean, if you if you want to talk, um, you can email me at chris at Grounded420.com. Oh, I like it. Okay, good. You have that now. Last time you gave your email away was your <laughs> Gmail, but now you have the other one. All right. I like it. Progress. <laughs> Anything Will Smith seems funny. I agree. Will Smith is a hero. He's a, he's a cool guy. All right. Thank you guys so much. Next week, we're going to talk about Apple search ads. So we talked about it a little bit with the paid ad side. We're bringing somebody from the searchads.com team to help you manage all of that, set some rules and automation, and really talk about like how do you get going. I'm very bullish on Apple search ads. Chris, that would be the recommendation that I would make to you too as we talk later on about how to like potentially grow your app even more. But Apple search ads, I love it. We're seeing really good results from it. And from a down funnel perspective, really great metrics. So make sure you stay tuned for that next week. And same time, same channel, <laughs> same channel, same time. Guys, have a great weekend. Chris, thank you so much. Congratulations, my friend, on all the success. I know you're from now when we have you back on, you're going to have multiple labs. You can do, we're going to share so much more, but congrats on all your success, my friend. Thank you. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye. Next Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.